0: on the next episode of Sips, Suds, and Smokes.
1: Here's the whiskeys we're going to be discussing today. Um, we have a selection from Black Bull. Uh, we have the Black Bull Kylo Blended Scotch Whiskey, the Black Bull 12-Year Blended Scotch Whiskey, the Black Bull 21-Year-Old Blended Scotch Whiskey, and the Black Bull 40-Year-Old Blended Scotch Whiskey. And then from Kyo from Japan, we have the Kyo Whiskey The Single. We have the Kyo Mizanar Cask. We have the Cayo Cast Strength Mizanar, and we have the Cayo
2: Whiskey, the Curry Chestnut. So eight bourbons that I've, or eight whiskeys that I've never, ever heard of before. I'm going to learn. Eight out of eight. Eight out of eight. I'm running a hundred thousand percent. Wow, he's going to learn something. (laughs) It's whiskey.
1: We'll be right back after this break.
0: It's sipping time.
1: Hey, it's sipping times again. Welcome to this sips episode, where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at two a.m.
2: Well, that's because they moved us from one a.m. So, well, too they much had competition.
1: To. Yeah, one a.m. We're getting our backsides handed yeah. to us. So, yeah. well, at least at two, now we're the king. So, mm. it's good to be the
2: king. So. <laughs> yes <laughs> this is made man bob and joining me today are made man brent hey thanks for having me i brought my camera to take pictures of everything
1: is that because there's japanese whiskey um yes are you gonna like go to disney world now
2: i am going to disney world okay well yeah <laughs>
1: okay banned
3: in tokyo now and made man mori good morning bob excited for another fine morning in the basement and good old boy Justin. Good morning. Thanks for bringing
0: out the wonderful sushi pairing. Although, I don't know how the wasabi is going to be with this whiskey. We'll see. You're
1: supposed to eat it, not snort it. Oh, (laughs) damn. Oh, well, what are we going to do? All right, so our sip segments are all about distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and other things that we drink. Um, And here's the whiskeys we're going to be discussing today. Um, We have a selection from Black Bull. Uh, we have the Black Bull Kylo Blended Scotch Whiskey, the Black Bull 12-Year Blended Scotch Whiskey, the Black Bull 21-Year-Old Blended Scotch Whiskey, and the Black Bull 40-Year-Old Blended Scotch Whiskey. And then from Kayo, from Japan, we have the Kayo Whiskey The Single, we have the Kayo Mizanar Cask, we have the Kayo Cast Strength Mizanar, and we have the Kayo Whiskey The Curry Chestnut. So eight
2: bourbons that I've or eight whiskeys that I've never ever heard of before. I'm gonna learn. Eight out of eight. Eight out of eight. I'm running hundred thousand percent. Wow, he's gonna learn something.
1: <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting nervous. All right, so we're gonna have Justin. Oh, I know we're gonna we're gonna get in trouble for this.
2: Okay, we're gonna have Justin do our sips rating. Just ban us already. <laughs>
0: today today I've brought back Noriyuki Pat Marita from the dead otherwise known as Mr. Miyagi from Karate Kid. Sam from Happy Days? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
3: Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> One sip.
0: Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Gangarin.
1: Water. <laughs> no, not buying it at all. Nope, no, very all. close.
0: Two sips. Nice, but what else do you have?
2: Well, isn't that nice?
0: That was kind
1: of like a a, a guy, a Japanese guy, doing an impression of Sean, Sean Connery. Connery and, I got <laughs> the Sean Connery. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's probably well, for this show.
1: If you remember that one, that one movie of Sean yeah. Connery, the one Bond movie where he went to Japan and they like, gave him plastic surgery, tried to make him look Japanese, and you know, like all that worked real well. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, I'm buying it now.
0: Yeah, three sips. Mm. Interesting.
2: What was this again?
0: Straight into the gutter.
2: <laughs> uh, we don't have to worry about getting banned in one country. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's already it's, it's done. Double, it's yeah. doubled.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Four sips. Hmm. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's yeah. classified.
1: danya son. Wax on, wax off. That's how you do it.
0: Five sips. Oh, my. I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh, yeah, my no. goodness. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Some days yeah. he's on. Some yeah. days he's off. Today well, was an off day. Wax wax
2: yeah. off, waxing on.
1: Yeah. Apparently, it's wax off today. So, yeah, I'm not feeling that one. But
2: He's, All used, right, to, so he's let's... used to waxing off.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. He's good at waxing off. <laughs> Why he wears those glasses. All right. so <laughs> More important to wax off than wax on. Yeah. Well, we're going to have <laughs> more wax off as wax on straight in the toilet. Yeah. All uh-huh.
3: right. So, so Maury, tell us about our first whiskey. Why? Well, thank you, Bob. Black Bull blended Scotch whiskey was created by George Wilshire in his Dundee grocery store in 1864. George Wilshire believed in offering his customers the ultimate experience in taste and flavor. By using a minimum of fifty percent malt whiskey in his blends, he sacrificed profit for flavor, further enhancing his reputation. As a farmer, Wilshire. Mm, I love Wilshire,
4: Scotch. I
1: love Scotch. Scotchy, scotch is got Scotch. Here it goes down, down into my belly. Mm, mm, mm. That Thank was you. that was Brent.
3: As a farmer, <laughs> Wilshire bred his own cattle. His favorite bull taking pride of place on the label on his most iconic whiskey. In 1897, Black Bull was introduced to the European market and Wilshire opened his own distillery, the Cool Distillery, to help support the brand's needs. Pre-Prohibition, Black Bull has been one of the largest blended whiskeys imported into the U.S., but was one of the victims of dry America. With the end of Prohibition, the brand was reintroduced to America in 1933, and by 1974, they were selling 80,000 cases a year in the U.S. market. In 2001, the brand was acquired by Duncan Taylor & Company, one of the premier independent bottlers of Scotch whiskey in the world. Based in Huntley, Aberdeenshire, for more than 80 years, they have continued to lay down premium casks from various distilleries around the world, as well as brokering casks blending and bottling whiskeys for the global scotch whiskey market. So our first whiskey is the Black Bull Kylo blended scotch whiskey at 50% ABV or 100 proof. This whiskey has a nice pale gold color. On the nose, we get a beautiful rich toffee along with some apple, pear, brown sugar, and a little hint of toasted oak. On the palate, um, this is a really nice whiskey. Um, it's really surprising. Coats your palate nicely. It goes down smoothly. Um, we're getting lots of hazelnuts, some milk chocolate, hint of malt, and raisin. The finish is creamy. It's definitely full of vanilla. I would consider it medium to long. There's lots of oak on the finish. I think this is really a wonderful whiskey. Um, and especially when you consider that the price, it's a very affordable entry-level price whiskey. Um, to me, this is something that very approachable. Almost anybody could drink. It's an all-day sipper. Uh, you could drink it by the fire, you could drink it by the pool. Uh, I really found this whiskey to be a really pleasant surprise and really enjoyed it.
2: Um, what did you think, Brent? If this was on the shelf and I started drinking this first, I might enjoy Scotch whiskey more than I do because it, it kind of you know, all those tasting notes you had were dead on. They were, it's just a beautiful expression with, the, with those fruits. The you know the brown sugar the the, mil- the milk chocolate on the palate yeah really a, it's like a little yeah, uh, it's, milk it is dud kind it of. is you know it's not quite drinking a, like a glass of milk chocolate but it's got that it's got that flavor in there that just enhances yeah. the fruits it's it was fun it is very fun it's very enjoyable and I don't know why I've not heard of this before but they, I think they need to get their word out and you know maybe. A lot of people would enjoy this. I just think that it's going to be agree. hard. I think it's hard to hard to find b- someone who wouldn't like this. Right. I just think that if you gave it to somebody and knew nothing about whiskey or scotch or bourbon and you gave it to them and they'd be like, huh, I think I'll get into this. This is enjoyable.
3: How would you not like it? I agree. There's, it's It really appeals to a wide, uh, a wide audience.
2: Yeah, Justin? Justin?
3: So I always find that good
0: Japanese whiskeys have this, like, really good, clean construction. And this has that. And and it kind of reminds me of, like, a Ferro Rocher dipped in, like, Nutella. And uh, I really like it. I think I would like to pair this with a Boston cream donut. (laughs) But wouldn't I want to pair anything with one? you can do
1: pond water with a donut. I've seen you do it. Yeah, it's true. Good Lord, please. What do you think, Bob? <laughs> um, well, the reason that you're not familiar with them, is you're not a Scotch drinker. If you're well, if you're a Scotch drinker, this is definitely a brand that you've heard of. It's been around for a while. But again, the problem is is these days, especially since the '80s, um, there's this prejudice of whiskey drinkers against blended whiskeys, and it's stupid because I think we're going to dispel that myth today. Because blended whiskeys are, you know, I mean, you you have people who, you know, and if they're good at it, who are taking components and and blending to make even better whiskeys than they started with. Um, And to this day, still, 90-odd percent of the scotch sold on planet Earth is blended scotch.
3: Well, it'd be nice if we had a slightly different category for what I would consider to be artisanal blended scotch. scotch. Because I think what we're going to deal with today, as we'll see, is these are... High quality artisanal yes. whiskeys yes. that are carefully blended to create a symphony of flavor, mm-hmm. and that's decidedly different than when the category was invented, when it was really mm-hmm. uh, a way to cheapen the product and use filler to make the good single malt yeah. stretch further. And that's
1: that's the thing that you learn about Black bows is even back in the day, when this you know when blending first came of age and when the blends took over the whiskey business, 140 years ago. The guy who made this brand was not going, you know, ninety-two percent grain whiskey and a little, you know, just a drop or two of he was doing a fifty-fifty blend. He was making a quality product then. But the folks at Duncan Taylor have acquired the brand and and they're doing great work. I mean, it's well, it's a just the fact whiskey. that
3: they have some aged blended yeah. spirits. Um, most of the blending houses are producing mass-produced, young, ready to get to market sooner without an age statement. But a 21- and a 40-year-old whiskey, clearly mm. uh, they're aging with high-quality yeah. components. Well, I mean, there's no age
1: statement on this, but it's it's lovely. I mean, it it it's, it's got It a doesn't matter nose. if it
2: was two years or five years or 10 yeah. years or 12 years. I mean, it doesn't matter because it's good. It's, it, you know, yeah. it's
1: and and this is this is this is an absolutely lovely whiskey and the the first thing i said when i tasted it i said if this is literally of the four we have their entry-level whiskey this is going to be a good day because it's beautiful it's rich it's it's got some lovely sweet toasted oak to it a little bit of pear some great toffee to it it's got a beautiful nose absolutely beautiful nose um and we'll be back Hey, and we're back, and we were discussing the uh, Kylo from Black Bull uh, blended scotch whiskey, 50% ABV. Still, again, a a, a lovely whiskey, extremely well put together, has a beautiful nose. Uh, On the palate, it's just milk chocolate and, and, and some lovely, rich, creamy malt notes. It's got a really nice sweetness to it. It's not overly sweet, just about the right amount. This is this is a really pretty whiskey, and the finish on it is—it's got a pretty pretty decent finish. Yeah,
3: this keeps going.
1: Yeah, I mean, medium to long, um, well put together, great on the exhale. Well, that all that said, we're going to be rating the uh, Black Bull Kylo Blended Scotch whiskey. and extremely well deserved four sips.
0: That's classified.
1: Great job, guys! Really. Amazing effort. Now let's move on to our next one, and we're going to have uh, Brent tell us about that one.
2: Thanks, Bob. This next one is a Black Bull 12-year blended Scotch whiskey, 50% ABV or 100 proof. This blend is a blend of Highland and Side malts, matured in ex-Bourbon oak, American oak hogsheads, and finished in ex Oloroso European butts, and lowland grain whiskey matured in ex-Bourbon American oak hogsheads. The whiskey is non-chill filtered and is blended at a 50% malt to grain ratio. The color on this, all these today, are are a very light straw color. But this is probably the darkest of the ones that we have. It's you know that we have. So yeah, slightly darker than the rest. Right, but they're all they're all a light, uh, they're all a straw color and stuff. Um, on the palate, you get this uh, this fruit and honey. You get a little bit of nuts to it. Just a, a beautiful nose, you know. Beautiful nose. It's you get some cherries, vanillas, uh, a little toffee, a little bit of lemon on her at the end. At the palate, just a slight bit of sherry that comes off of the on your first sip, it kind of was overpowering to me on the very first sip. And then once you took another sip, it was like, ah, oh, that balanced it out a little bit. And then if you added a couple drops of water, it was like, whoa, this is a really nice balanced blend here. Um, you know, you have that uh, little bit of a chocolate uh, that, that the fruit blends in well with the sherry, um, some apples, and then you get a nice long buttery finish with uh, it's just smooth, smooth and silky when it as you know, as it goes, as it goes down. Very enjoyable. Probably another underrated, you know, whiskey that I've not seen before. And, uh, you know, and I'm enjoying so. Uh, maury yeah
3: you know, I agree with you, Brent. Um, I actually was hoping and expecting to like this one even more than the um, initial whiskey we had, which was the kylo blended non age dated um, this one being a little bit older and I, I I liked it. I think it was at least comparable. It was certainly not better, but I would say comparable um, again a lot of a lot of the fruit, a lot of the chocolate, a lot of the roundness on the palate the um, definitely no harshness or bitter tannins. Again, a really pleasant, easily approachable whiskey that uh, I liked. I thought it was extremely well made. It followed in the spirit. Uh, personally, I don't know what the upcharge is versus the non-aged dated, but honestly, I think the their initial whiskey for the price is just as good and probably a good percent less yeah expensive. i've actually
2: you know when you, it's hard not to compare each of them as you do them and stuff with I each agree. other and uh, you know when you want to keep each one on their own but i enjoyed the first one more
3: i agree and i think the first one was probably a little more cost it's, effective so the first one may, becomes a home run it's a little bit a step up and yet probably a little bit cheaper but this is definitely not one i'd pour out i mean no it's still enjoyable
2: price aside you know, i think
3: this is a well-made whiskey
2: yeah it's you know it's just like if you're having two you know, two expressions from any distillery. Obviously, you're going to favor one over the other. It doesn't mean that you don't like them both. And Justin?
3: I agree. Well, I love
0: big butts, and I cannot <laughs> lie, especially ex-oloroso European butts. They did a great job of finishing this whiskey, but not over-finishing it so that it was a sherry bomb or anything like that. It's definitely not a bomb.
2: I would agree with you. It was done with care and restraint. Yeah, it- yeah, that first that first sip of mine, I kind of felt like, oh, geez. And, but then, uh, you know, I got that.
3: I think
0: that sick, blew off a little very, bit with time very, and very, air.
2: Very quickly, very, very quickly it blew off, you know. Yeah,
0: I mean, the mouthfeel on this one was what I enjoyed even more than the first one. The first mm. one tasted amazing. But the mouthfeel on the second one, that silkiness that Brent alluded to is definitely there. And I would give this to a new scotch drinker just to introduce them to the whole scotch whiskey thing i think I think they would like it yeah it's got a
1: it's got an oiliness to it um that the other one didn't have it it and it's got the finish on this is uh, the finish was pretty good on the first one the finish on this one just goes on and on and on um it's got dark toffee on the nose, a little bit of vanilla and then that that citrusy lemony right at the tip of the nose and then on the palate it's just it's like drinking warm cocoa and it's just it's thick it's got a great mouth coat to it it's got a little bit of honey on the finish it's got some uh, on the finish it's got some really nice nuttiness that comes in on the back palate um and again pretty long finish um you know it's you know i would say you know beyond medium long um uh, really well put together whiskey um it, i i'm not comparing the two because to me they taste entirely different but uh, you know both of them so far are excellent whiskeys. so um we're going to be rating the black bowl 12-year blended scotch whiskey a well-deserved four steps
0: that's classified
1: so we're going to move on to our next whiskey, and we're going to have Justin tell us about that one.
0: Black Bull 21-Year Blended Scotch Whiskey. It's 50% alcohol by volume or 100 proof, matured primarily in ex-American oak. This expression blends a feature features a blend of Highlands, Speyside, and Islay whiskeys. Islay.
2: He, he learned I that slay, you. Slay, he, we all slay. He, learned, slay. That, he yeah. learned that for me. You know that, right? Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. But right, uh, he learned that whiskey. for me. So I,
1: you know, you, can't. you know. I, for a minute there, I was thinking how nice it was to have a show without harm on it. But now I'm starting to miss the guy. <laughs> well,
3: <laughs> no, I'm, done yeah, <laughs> I'm done missing.
1: Yeah, i too. Yeah, <laughs> it was a passing
0: thing. <laughs> Matured sherry and bourbon casks with a 55 percent malt to grain ratio. Woo! So the color on this is like a light copper. On the nose, you get red apples, tangerines, a little bit of caramel. It's lively and fresh, um, but with air, it kind of mellows out, but in a good way. On the palate, I got like nutmeg, cloves, a little vanilla, and a little bit of that malt sugar. On the finish, just really smooth, like chestnuts and marshmallows. It's a well-done whiskey. Um, I like the 12-year expression more, but I think this is very good. What did you think, Bory?
3: I agree with you. I think it was well said. Uh, I mean, this is a amazingly well-made whiskey. And again, I think the fact that they're putting out a 21-year age-stated blend tells you they're starting with good quality products. They're not just diluting and stretching their dollars. They're taking 21-year-old grain whiskey they're using a high percentage of malted whiskey as you can see it's 55 percent um really well made i really i really liked it uh quite a lot i agree with you uh the first whiskey was just so stunning and for the price um it just it's, it's it blows me away um certainly the 21 year old is fantastic and if you're on drinking on somebody else's tab drink the 21 all year long but uh I think if you're if you're looking to stretch your whiskey dollars, that entry level one is fantastic, and um, this whole line is really really pretty wonderful and i agree with brent I, this is a line i'm not particularly familiar with i drink a lot of scotch but black bull is just not on my radar and it's been really a pleasant surprise today
2: it does put it back on your radar something else on your radar so when you go into the store you can say yeah i had that or i've heard somebody say good great things about it and i want to try it you know because if you're just looking at something and you don't have somebody else to tell you about it you don't always know it you know cuz it's just sitting on there in a shelf nothing's going to scream at you except for the you know the bull on the label with this one and the this this expression is good as well the, I just like spot on with the notes there um the only thing is you know how often are you going to get a chance to get a 21 year old and I think this is readily available as a 21 year old yeah
3: oh no compared to other other 21 year olds it's going to be very cost effective um but I agree with you I think it's really well crafted and I really wish there were a different category for what I would consider to be artisanal high-end blends versus just the run-of-the-mill uh, doers and J&B and just you know hint of Scotch and a lot of grain.
2: Right. Look, I've never seen this at a bar, you know, and nobody's ever recommended it to me anywhere. So well, first off, you'd have to get up over the floor and look over the bar. Oh, I have to look over the bar. Yeah, yeah. You don't see it from the floor.
0: So. <laughs>
1: That's, that's, that's your that's first problem. That's the problem. I yeah.
3: just realized yeah. what his problem
1: is. Yeah. Usually his chin's on that brass rail at the bottom. Yeah. That's not a chin rest, that's for your foot. <laughs> Learn something new every day. Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to <laughs> disseminate some knowledge there, you know, pass around some information. So, um, but all in all, a fantastic whiskey. Um, on the nose. I get that citrus, I get on the tip of the nose I get a lime that just that sort of uh that lime sharpness I got one
3: little hint of lime, yeah, that just lime
1: just at the just at the very tip of the nose that uh like when you <laughs> I'd say when you open a bag full of lime doritos and you get that smell it just that that little bit of fresh sharpness and Honestly, that little bit of they were
3: quite generous in sending us samples. I wish this one were a bigger sample because this was. This is really lovely.
1: Yeah, but it's got it's got that citrus note for me. I, I pick up that lime. Um, there's some caramel in here on the nose. It's got a really nice, little bit of funk to it, you know. So you know the age is there. But on the palate, mm, on the palate's where it really shines. Did um, you get
3: that toasted marshmallow on the finish. I got.
1: To, well, we're going through our notes, and that's that's part of the tasting notes from from duncan taylor but that's on the next page so when i was tasting this i go man i'm getting toasted marshmallow and as i turned it over i saw some of their tasting notes and the first thing i saw was toasted marshmallow i'm like okay good i feel good i i i got i got the same thing they did maybe i'm doing something right um yeah it's 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 baking spice it's sweetness um the sherry for me came out A bit more with just a touch of water just a couple of drops um on the finish the finish is long and it's it's just a long lush sort of gentle finish with toasted marshmallow not the not the really burnt ones on the end of the stick but just that just slight brown to it where they're nice and warm and gooey um yeah this is this is this is really truly a lovely whiskey so um well done, guys. Well, absolutely well done. Well, we're going to be um, we're going to be rating the uh, Black Bull twenty-one-year-old blended whiskey. A well-deserved four sips.
3: That's classified. So, Bob, I think we have one more from Black Bull. Would you tell us about it? Uh, if one must have to, um.
4: <laughs> all I have is a
1: bottle of very, very, very old Scotch. So (laughs) this is the Black Bull 40-year-old blended whiskey. It's 47.6% ABV, 95.2 proof. Um, The Black Bull 40 is the flagship of the Black Bull family. The spirit in this bottling of Black Bull 40 contains uh, whiskeys ranging from between 40 to 51 years old. 85% malt whiskey in this blend. That's right. You know, that 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 tells you the quality of their shooting for. Uh the single Almost grain. This begs the question why they didn't make it a single malt. Well, it wouldn't be a single malt, it would be a blended malt. Or a blended yeah. malt, excuse me. So um because they had some 40 to 51-year-old stunning Scottish grain, grain whiskey. Yeah. And 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 the thing is, is 140 years ago grain whiskey was used as filler, basically, to stretch out and also to even out the flavors and to make a consistent dram we all know that story we all know how that works but over the years especially over the last 15 or 20 years um people are starting to develop an appreciation for single grain whiskeys especially older ones And there's still some of the for what you get for the quality and for the age statements you get. There's still the best deal in all of Scotland. So there's some amazing, amazing grain whiskeys out there. So they probably had a cask of something really just crazy that they wanted to put in. But um, this expression is non-chill filtered. Thank you. Uh, No color added. None is needed. Um, And bottled at cast strength. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And contains the following single malts, Aberlore, Bonohaven, Bemore, Caberdonic, Glen Grant, Glen Farkless, Glen Glenlivet, Highland Park, McAllen, and then the following grain whiskies: Caledonian, Carsbridge, Gervin, uh, Invergordon, Lochside, North of Scotland, and Port Dundas. So
2: that's a lot. They put
1: a lot of work uh, into this.
2: Uh, <laughs> Just to even think about, well, let me get some of this, 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 and then add a dozen more just to see what you come up with is kind of amazing in itself.
1: So this has got an absolutely just beautiful, bright, bright gold color to it, just, you know, like a like a sunflower Um, on the nose. Oh, it's got just a beautiful richness and sweetness to it. It smells like, you know, when you smell it, it smells like a significant whiskey. And I get some milk chocolate, some toffee. A little bit of a sherry note to it. And a little bit of citrus. And then on the palate. Again. Again. On the palate, I'm getting the milk chocolate. I'm getting the toffee. Um, get a little bit of a pear note to it. Hold on. Mm. And I get a, a, a burst of nuttiness on the finish. Just, you know, just like roasted, dark roasted mixed nuts on the finish. Um, there's a lovely fruity note on the center palette. The nuttiness goes down on the back palate. Um, it's got a finish that just goes on and on and on. And a beautiful creamy mouth coat to it. Um, this one's lovely. This one's really lovely. What do you think, Maury?
3: I couldn't agree with you more, Bob. I mean, you could go on and wax poetic about this whiskey all day long. Uh, I really thought it was fantastic. Um, it just shows that. There are really some amazing, amazing juice out there. And uh, for them to find some of this really nice, beautiful old grain whiskey and, um, and all the other you know, single malts that they're blending. Again, I can't say it enough. I wish there was another category for this because this is not your grandfather's blended scotch. This is a fantastic, age stated, beautiful whiskey that if you see it, it, it could be a once- in-a- lifetime experience you should try it what do you really? think
2: Brent yeah so the, what gets me is that you have 16 different 16 different varieties that are all over 40 years old mm-hmm. I mean just the the comprehension of being able to acquire those and that at that age alone it would be mm-hmm. it'd almost seem like nearly impossible yeah yet you've done it and then you've blended them in a way to make them all you know assist each other you know and work cohesively to make
1: a, a and, and a the green. nerve that it took to take whiskeys of that age and blend them to try and make something better rather than just bottle them separately. Right. but they succeeded the yeah. sum yeah. of the parts oh is gosh better. yeah
3: oh, yeah this is a classic case where we're all taught yeah. to believe that a single malt is a soloist and it stands alone yeah but that's not always the case so we'll be back
1: Hey, and we're back, and we were just finishing up talking about the Black Air 40-Old Blended Scotch Whiskey. What did you think, Justin?
0: I thought this was like the best mocha latte I've ever had. If you could take one and age it without changing the quality and character of the milk in it, this would be it. It, it truly is a master blending product because it is better than any of these age spirits that I've had on their own and I've never had all of them over 40 years on their own but I've had maybe a third of them and it's as good as any of those on their own wow that's all I have to say about that well we're going to rate the black bull 40 year old
1: blended scotch whiskey and extremely well deserved 5-6 sorry yeah yeah that one was uh yeah that one was special that one was definitely special but again it's it's duncan taylor um some of the best you know one of the best independent bottlers on earth, so you know they're not gonna put out anything that's not good so let's move on to our next whiskey,
2: and we're gonna have Brent tell us all about that thanks Bob Kayo is a japanese non distiller produced Founded 12 years ago by former Ashi employee, Mr. Watambi. To make their whiskey, Kyle sourced Sources teaspooned new make malt whiskey from an unnamed Japanese distillery. That's kind of unique when you think about it. You know, they're taking a teaspoon of something and adding it to it.
1: Well, yeah. a figure of speech, but yeah. yeah.
2: Right. They age this whiskey in... Japan for a time before loading the cast onto a ship to Osaka for further aging at sea for up to three months. They use Mizunera oak casks from Ariaki Sanyo Cooperage for their Mizunera aged products and ex-bourbon barrels for their other products. They are currently moving forward with building their own distillery in Japan to help secure their supply line. So this first one we have is the Kayo Whiskey, the single it's forty-four percent ABV or eighty-eight proof, seven years old. It's bourbon cask matured, Missouri oak finished, seven years old, non-chilled filtered, hundred percent malted barley. Mizanara, not Missouri. <laughs> well, you know if you live in <laughs> it's Missouri, the Show Me State, yeah. people. Yeah, that's the Show right. Me
1: State. This is Mizanara, That's Japan.
2: The um, the color on this is like very very light, very light straw. These are all light oh. straw here, but you know for the color. Um, on the nose, I get a lot of floral notes coming right off the top of it. It's, uh, what it reminds me of is a a dandelion in a way, which is a weed, not a flower, but you still have the, you know, note floral notes that come off of it. Um, on the palate, I get, uh, I get some lemon, honey, some white pepper. It's just got a nice smooth little finish. Very pleasant. And enjoyed
3: it maury you know i agree with you brent i think these whiskeys are beautiful uh, i was very impressed with this i thought it was uh, a lovely whiskey it it actually reminds me of a bourbon i think this is a japanese whiskey for bourbon drinkers um, beautiful mouthfeel nice finish easy drinking um i liked it a lot And uh, the Mizunara just adds another layer of complexity and dimension to the finish. So, again, remember, this is a Mizunara finish as opposed to a Mizunara exclusively aged. So it's a little more subtle. Justin? On the nose, I got
0: raisins, um, sweet grains, cinnamon bread, cloves, and almonds. On the palate, malt, light touch of confectioner's sugar, a little bit of mustard, And oak. And on the finish, that mustard note just kept through. But it's like a really good deli mustard. Not like Heinz yellow. Blow your nose away. How about you, Bob? This is a very
1: pretty whiskey. Um, And I got the chance to get introduced to these whiskeys at uh, Whiskey Fest in Chicago last year. And was really just taken away at the quality of these. Um, The nose is just Sweet toffee and, and creamed honey. and That's it, creamed honey. Yeah. And then, like, wildflowers. Um, and the longer it sits, the better the nose gets. The nose really seems to be increasing from when we first opened it. Um, on the palate, it's sweet barley. Mm. Sweet barley with just a hint of white pepper spice. I get a little bit of an apple note on it especially in the mid palette and then again, more and more flowers, white flowers, wild flowers. Um, got a medium to long finish, a really well put together whiskey. Um, and and I, like I said, I remember trying this in Chicago and thinking, wow, this is really good. We need to we need to talk about this one on the show. So So our rating for the Cayo the single is going to be a well-deserved three sips.
0: Interesting.
1: So we're going to go on to our next one, and we're going to have uh, Justin tell us about that one.
0: So the next whiskey we're going to talk about is Kaya Whiskey Mizunara. It's 43% alcohol by volume or 86 proof, and it's a Mizunara oak, non-age-stated, non-chill-filtered, 100% malted barley. On the nose, I got that signature Mizunara oak note, I got some plums, white grapes, and some roses on the palate, nice oak and lemons on the finish. It was medium and pleasant. What did you think, Maury?
3: I like this whiskey. Um, I love Mizanara. I think it's a fun and exciting uh, wood product. Um It's a little hard to talk about this whiskey without not talking about its big brother, the Cast Strength Mizanara, which comes next, um, which I found to be this whiskey turned up to 11. Mm. So I like this whiskey quite a lot. It's beautiful. It's light. It's feminine. It's pleasant. I called it an all-day sipper. I really thought that uh, it's just something that's very approachable, and if you've never tried a Mizanara whiskey, this is a great place to start. Um, The finish was a little bit short it's a really nice place to start and as I said if you like this just buckle up and hold on for the next one
1: yeah very very a, a very Japanese whiskey a very Japanese whiskey that's how I would describe it I mean that that subtleness the layers of flavor and it's it's a different style of whiskey from you know it's like the difference when we do a Canadian whiskey episode or yeah. we do an Irish weapon you know yeah we'll always have to re work your brain to go okay we were just drinking scotch no now now we're in japan click it's a different it's a different level but this one is so pretty um so well made um you get that rich sandalwood from from the mizanara oak aging which really you only get with mizanara oak um almost a sweet cereal and almost like a coconut milk note on the nose and then on the palate Mm. but it's super
3: light and ethereal. It yeah. just sort of dances on your palate. Yeah. Very feminine. And that Mizanara, that, that
1: sandalwood just sort of coats and rolls around your tongue and just sort of dances. I mean, it's, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful whiskey. I get, I get that Mizanara finish, but this isn't Mizanara finish. This is Mizanara age, but I get the Mizanara on the finish. Um, white chocolate fudge. It's very creamy. Um, it's a beautiful whiskey. what do you think, Brent?
2: Yeah. I enjoyed this, you know, and I'm not much of a Japanese whiskey drinker. It's, you know, I've had a lot more scotch than Japanese whiskey. I know this is what Japanese whiskey is is different, you know, but uh, this one for me, very middle of the palate. Uh, Maury mentioned that it was a short finish. And I thought, you know, on that first sip, it was a short finish. But then as I got as I had a few more sips, it was, you know, the finish got much longer Um like i said very middle of the palate the i got that light citrus all all everything was nice and mild there was nothing that was overpowering on one side or another so it had great balance with all of its with all the flavors within it enjoyable what let's see
1: what george thinks what did you think george oh my well that's what george thought so um yeah, uh, an absolutely lovely whiskey. Um, so we're going to be rating the Kaya Whiskey Mizanara Finish, or Mizunara, um, a well-deserved four sips.
0: That's classified.
3: So we have Maury tell us about our next whiskey. All right. Thank you, Bob. I'm excited to talk about this one. The next whiskey is the... Well, Cast Strength and Mizanara. I know you're excited. Oh, I'm right. excited. Uh, I yeah. mean, how could you not be yeah. excited? Cast Strength, Mizanara. Interestingly, again, like uh, one of the Red Bull, uh, excuse me, Black Bulls, the proof is relatively I low for a Cast Strength. Mm-hmm. This one comes at a 53% ABV or 106 proof which again as we were talking about japan uh, not kentucky yeah. Right. yeah no the cast strength on the on the last uh, kayo was uh, only 88 proof uh-huh. and uh so that's interesting uh anyway this whiskey is delicious it's definitely a step up from the 80 proof it's uh, flavor turned up to 11 it's got a nice pale color The only thing I could comment in the negative column about this whiskey is for me, on this day, at this time, this location, I found the nose to be
2: absent. I got just zero nose. It started off absent to me. I was like, okay, great. Where is this? This is a cast strength. Where is the nose? I did the same thing. I was just thinking there's something wrong with it. Just add that drop of water and everything popped in the nose for me. Put a drop of water and it absolutely opens up. (laughs) Yeah, that nose just popped. It's yep. like, oh, my God, there's where it was. It was You know, hitting. you're right. Yeah, I didn't
3: just, water yeah. it because, honestly, at the proof level, it was not a big deal. And I didn't put any water in. I thought the palate was delicious. I thought the finish was medium and long. It's got everything you want in a Mizunara Japanese whiskey. This is the prototypical Mizunara oak finish Japanese whiskey, bar none. I thought it was just. And then just add that drop of water and poof, in poof. comes that sandalwood. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love this whiskey. Uh, to me, this is one of the best things we've had today. Uh, I really liked it. Justin? So on the nose, I got lemons, sesame
0: seeds, mung beans. On the palate, I miss the mung bean. It's subtle. And on the palate, I definitely got the Vizanara oak note that you would expect from an expression like this. And some intense lemon. And the finish, before the water was long but flat, after a drop of water, and I mean just a little drop from a dropper, the finish just goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Almost enough that they should put it's,
1: it on it, the label. It needed just that kick to get it going yeah yeah
3: this is like the poster child for add water it <laughs> is i must <laughs> admit you almost well,
1: put it on the label how wasn't often do hot? we say it
3: yeah. it wasn't hot i didn't feel any no. compelling reason to add water but when i added water i took it to a whole other level i mean yeah. me and harm are like mental about it but everyone on
1: this show how often and, and and i talk to people all over the country when we go to various whiskey events and everything and i preach to them please Please, if you listen to our show, every other show, at some point, we will say, please, add some water to your whiskey. Your worst case scenario is that glass will get slightly watered down. Your best case scenario is, man, it's going to completely change your whiskey, and, and it's going to change your life. So, what do you think,
3: Brian? Yeah, a lot of people find that water is a sign of weakness, but I don't see that at all. I see no. water as a sign of maturity, enhancement, and it can only do good things. Yeah, when,
2: and you're not, it's like adding water. You're not adding, like... The, a whole bunch of what you're you know, saying, a, a, yeah. a drop, drops, a drop or something just to just to make it pop, you know? But yeah, again, this one reminded me like dandelions in that field of dandelions on the nose. Um, it's, you know, I got the cherries, the honeydew, the melon. Uh, I got a little bit of pe- like a peppery spice and, you know, good thing for the back end of the palate. Lovely whiskey.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. Well, we're going to be rating the Kaya Whiskey Cast Drink Miznara. a well-deserved five sips.
2: Oh, my goodness. Yes! 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 Yes!
1: And that leaves us with a little bit of time we've got left to talk about our last one from Kayo. And this is the one I was excited about because it's wow. its cool. It's weird. It's different. It's the Kayo, the Kuri. Chestnut, which is 48% ABV, 96 proof, non-age statement, non-chill filter, 100% malted barley. This whiskey is not finished. It is aged from day one for a full seven years in Japanese kuri chestnut wood barrels. I don't know a single distillery on earth that is aging a a new make whiskey anywhere in chestnut wood barrels. Um, And then they take this out to sea for three months. So it just
3: just adds a whole nother. Yeah.
1: It's just like, (laughs) uh, okay. um, And I hesitate to call it a geek's whiskey because it's sometimes geek geek whiskeys are just, it's a geek whiskey, are
3: are really off. And you go, like, what the? This is, but this is so good. It's just, if you want something that's going to oh, mystify your friends. that Blow their minds and you go before. try
1: this and what do you think it is? And they'll go, I have no idea. I like it, but I don't know what I it is. I couldn't find words to describe it. Yeah. It's just, it's rich wood. There's a lot of wood here, but it's not like you think an over oaked bourbon or an over oak scotch where it's too much. There's a lot of wood in it, but it doesn't overpower it. Um, on the nose, I get the wood, and when we first opened it, I got almost a spearmint in the tip of the nose. And then on the palate, mm, really nice, just creamy, a mild spice, and just your head goes pow. What is that? What do you think, Brent?
2: Yeah, this is. I got wood and orange on the nose, and when I had it on the palate, I, I was like, this is like, like drinking a soft wood yeah. of some kind. Yeah. If you took wood and turned <laughs> it into
3: liquid, <laughs> yeah. Actually, if you add water, I got a lot more orange when I added you water. Add a, yeah. I the water
1: water. Yeah, yep. the spearmint blew off on the nose and turned orange for me.
3: Correct. Yep. It's just a so whiskey that you drink. You're like, I kept my finger on it. This is so. <laughs> Weird and unusual yeah. and unique, but but usually weird is not also
1: good. This is good. This is weird, but, but good. weird. Yeah, so and if you see ee this ee. one, I think <laughs> they made one run of this. If you see one of these, grab it. Even the label is made out of wood. Really? Yeah. It's it's very very cool. What do you think, Justin? It
0: smells like an inside of a drawer, but in a great way.
1: Yeah, it's like your mom's hope chest. It's it's very very cool. If you see this, grab one. So. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I we'll want thank our co-hosts for joining us today. Thank you, Brent. It's been a pleasure.
2: Some stuff I never knew about and
1: some stuff that I will enjoy. You drank scotch from two different continents, and you're actually happy.
0: Well,
2: right. You know, but that's because nobody told me about him before. Now <laughs> now the that's... only reason you know he's happy is he's the usual pantsless. I don't pants you with them negative waves?
3: Oh, Lord. Well, thank you, Maury. <laughs> thank you, Bob.
1: It's
0: been a great day
1: and thank you Justin
0: thank you so good to be here as always yay
1: well for Sips Suds and Smokes this is Madman Bob we thank you for joining us remember life is too short to drink bad whiskey and fortunately we didn't have to do it today
4: I am very aroused
1: and I am drinking some more of the chestnut
2: you're like a termite with wood in your mouth
4: (laughs) (laughs) we hope you enjoyed this episode if you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button.
2: Give it a little tappy.
4: Tap, tap, tap a The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle, at and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands... Millions and millions... ...of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back. Join us for another episode... And keep on sipping.
1: This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life.